How many are trying not to go back to the things that you used to do? I've got brought you a mighty long way. Come on. Right here on Donnie D's Words of Inspiration and on Behind the Curtain TV show, Path D in the Media. Young man is doing a lot of things right now. Hold on just a minute. Good morning. How are you? 626. Good Good morning. I'm good. How are you? All right. Thank you for calling in early so we can do another sound check here. (laughs) All right. All right. Stick around because we're on. Okay. Okay. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are on. This is Donnie D's <clears throat> Words of Wisdom with the show Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. That's right. Today's service is brought to you by a Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys, available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Xlibris.com. Also. <clears throat> The show is always here on Sunday mornings. You can get us right here. Last night we had a pretty good show with uh, Dr. Daphne Burleson, uh, spreading the word of the Lord last night on Words of Inspiration. Tonight we will be with Donnie D's Soul Sundays. And uh, you can also go and look for Donnie D's Soul Sessions on Spotify. And I heart. Pastor Robert Cooper will be here shortly. And while we're waiting for Pastor Cooper, oh, by the way, our phone number is 646 595 
scare on. Fellowship of the Word, at this moment and time, I'd like to bring to the microphone right now, Pastor Robert Cooper. How you doing, Pastor Cooper? Hey, a blessed, Brother Lewis. How are you? All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you, as always. And uh, it's good to be on uh, on board again. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I, I want to take a moment or two and just give you a, a a few moments to express yourself today. You so faithfully bring us this broadcast on a regular basis, and I want you to kind of, you know, have a moment with us if you if you don't mind. Anything you'd like no. to share about the yeah. uh, the programming or the anything you want to share at all? Yeah, well, I just wanted to say that. Um, Things are looking pretty good, you know. Um, I have reached over 60 days, two months of of, of the battle that I had uh, partaken upon, or the victory actually, and uh, and things are clearing up in my mind. I was having problems with having my microphone levels leveled out for 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 a couple of years I I had a lot of trouble with it. The other day I just figured it out. It just came straight to me. A lot of things that had that was fogged up in my brain due to my use use are coming back now and I'm picking things up. I'm clearing things out. Um just so I just want to thank God for bringing me back. Uh, bringing me back, you know, and it's never too late to come back to where you to your senses. So I want to thank God for that. And uh, I want to thank God for all of you guys out there. This show has a following uh, from direct calls like we have here today. And then we have a podcast and an online following. I know this because I get text messages. I get emails from people who were quoted what was said on that day. You know, so we reaching somebody. I'm thankful for uh, for your uh, recovery, and I'm also thankful that we have uh, been given this blessed opportunity to reach out to the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because we just assume everybody knows, but everybody doesn't know about Jesus. No, they don't. No, they don't. And so we have a and so we have a responsibility as believers to help get the word out, and I. And, and when I say we, I mean I may be speaking, but there's a lot of other participation going on, and so we work together for a common cause, and that's for the cause of Christ. So I just wanted to take a moment or two and just thank you and those who are working with you for the cause of getting the gospel out to the world. Amen. So, and and I, I also wanted to say thank you to Marsha Dees for uh, getting all this music that you hear coming in on this um program she has put this music in here and and when it came to the uh the gospel music uh it, it was kind of a rush job for me to to build up a library and uh I, most of the songs i knew and i've i've heard before but just getting them getting them into this system is not easy work anyone would tell you so marcy i want to thank you for that well, again, you're welcome. You're welcome. Again, and, and God bless you today, Marcia. Again, it's a team effort, and we're doing Thank this you. as a group effort. There are no superstars in this, only Jesus. Amen. I take my accolades when they're given to me, but I always make sure, amen, that I put them right back at the feet of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Pastor, I'm going to be in and out Hallelujah. Today. That's all I can say. And I just I'm wanted to take some time out today. because this is fellowship in the word, you know. Okay. And well, like I said, God I'll be in and out. Together. What'd you say? I'll be in and out. So if you don't hear me, just can continue. I'll well, be I'm, in glad and out. I you. I'm glad I caught <laughs> you when I did. Now, do you have a moment or two? Because you yes. were talking about music, and I'm going to run something past you that just might be of interest to you before you take off. Okay. All right, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Go if it's not it. an emergency. All right, Sonny. Here he comes with a song. <laughs> my son is in there with me. He's he my might be man. live. It, it might be live. 
my son is sitting here with me. He's my main man, and I don't know anyone. I want to thank him and, and the people in my household, too, because they're all a part of what we do uh, for fellowship and the word as far as getting the word out. When you say people from all over the place are getting this word, God bless you all, because mm-hmm. all we want to do is to share the gospel. Okay, amen. amen. That's it. That's it. Well, amen. See if, you, see if this is of interest to you. I think you might be interested in this.
Sound like the whispers to me. That's who that was. Uh, it was in my <laughs> it was in my collection, and I and and my son brought it up to me, and I just I forgot I had it, and I just decided to play that today. Hopefully, it blessed somebody. Amen. Because we yeah. all need to know, Amen, about what Jesus Christ has done for us. He's done more for us than we can even possibly imagine. And when I think about all the things, Amen, that He's done. Uh, I, I, I want to help as many people know about him as I can so they can go tell somebody, did you know? Because we all need to know about Jesus. Amen? Thank God for that. Amen. Amen. My prayers go out to everyone who's on the line today. And 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 where we are, it's, it's a beautiful January day, praise the living God. In the east, Noah's coming down like it's supposed to. And we've had a lot of bonus days, but we're enjoying, amen, what we do out this way. So we thank God for the sunny days and the snowy days because nothing can stop God, amen. So we just celebrate him regardless of what the weather conditions are, and we're just prayerfully concerned about those around us. And we hope everyone who has a need for anything, we hope your need is being met right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, because he will do it. All you have to do is ask. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless these listeners, bless the callers, bless all who are involved with this move of God today. We pray above all things, Lord, that you have your way, that you teach us, minister to us, teach us how to serve. Teach us how to be kind. Teach us how to love. Teach us how to live in peace with one another so we could glorify you. Amen. And we can be the image of your only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Have your way today, Lord, as we follow Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. You know, I'd like to talk a little bit today about a subject that came across my mind just yesterday. And it's an interesting subject because it has a lot to do with what we do. Amen. And how we can change things simply by doing what God says do. Amen. How many know that when you do what God says do, you can change things for the better? Because all God wants to do is bless you. Amen. He doesn't want to see you hurt. He doesn't want to see you suffering. He doesn't want to see you sorrowful. There's a verse in Psalm 84. And if you have your Bibles, which I hope you all do, Psalm 84. And I'm going to read from that verse. It's Psalm 84. Kind of dark in here, praise God. Psalm 84. Get that some light, man. Hallelujah. Psalm, Psalm 84, verse 10. It says, Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Verse 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So it's not God's desire to keep stuff from us. He wants to get things to us, but we have to do our bit. We have to do our part. We have to walk uprightly. What does it mean to walk uprightly? It means to do the will of God. Commit to doing God's will. In other words, do whatever the Word of God tells you to do. Amen? Some time ago, I made a commitment. I said, 
I said, and we're speaking from the subject, committing to doing God's will. We have to commit to doing his will. And some time ago, I made up my mind that I'm going to be everything God's word says I am. I'm going to do whatever God's word says I am, and I'm going to have what God's word says I have. And when you make up your mind to do that, praise the living God, you begin what he calls walking uprightly, because everything you do, you're doing it for the cause of obeying God and giving God glory. That's all God wants from you. He wants glory from you. God wants to be seen in us. I'm saying, I'm going to say that again because I want somebody way, way far away to hear that. God wants to be seen in us. Hallelujah. And when God is seen in us, God can be glorified because until he's seen in us, he can't get the glory. So he wants to be seen in us. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Isaiah 60, verse 1, Arise, the Bible says, and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. What is the glory? The glory is that manifested presence of God. The glory is God being made manifest on you. Amen. So God can be seen on you, so the world, when they see you, they'll see God. That's the will of yeah. God for our lives. Amen? Why else would God make man in the image and likeness of himself unless he wanted to be seen on man? So we have to live up to that, and we have to realize, amen, our purpose is not just for us. Our purpose is to give God glory in the earth because the earth needs to know, amen, that God is alive. Yeah, and he's amen. alive in us. Amen. So we all have a job to do. Oh, some may, like you said, some may gather the music, some may cook the food, some may preach the message, some may evangelize, some may do the driving and picking up folks, but everybody has a job to do. And we want to make sure in the process of doing what we're purposed to do, that we do it all to the glory of God. Amen. Not necessarily to get personal accolades. They're nice in their own place, but there's so much more to this thing than just that. If it was all about a pat on the back, we wouldn't have anything. But when you give God glory, you have eternity. You have the power of God. You have the love of God. Like the Bible says, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Amen. That's the place you want to be. You want to be in that place where God is. You want to be in close proximity with God. You want to be right with God. Amen. I'm finding out that's what righteousness really is, being right with God, being in proximity with God. Anything that's not in proximity with God, you're lost. Amen. For God is tired of his children being lost. Amen. And what does it mean to be lost? A person that is lost is a person that doesn't know where they are in the natural. But in the spiritual, it's not only do they not know where they are, they don't know who they are, what they are, or whose they are. And God is constantly reminding us of whose we are. Hosea 4 and 6, he says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people, he calls us. So that, that clears up the whose we are because now we know whose we are. We belong to him. So since we know we belong to him, and he made us in the image and likeness of himself, and he made us to glorify him, then why can't we just let him be God in our lives? We want to commit to doing God's will, because God wants to bless. He said, I withhold no good thing from them that walk uprightly. 
And the and the only way I can see to walk uprightly is to do God's will. We have to live to do God's will. He wants to bless you when you do things according to his will. First first John in the back of your Bibles, chapter five, verse fourteen, it talks about God's will. Are you still with me? Yes, amen. I'm glad I'm glad you said amen. I'm just assuming I'm speaking to someone when I don't hear anybody, but first Corinthians first John chapter five verse fourteen. And this is the confidence the Bible says that we have in him, talking about God. That if we ask anything, sisters and brothers, anything according to his will, he hears us. Hallelujah. He won't even hear you until you ask according to his will. Don't waste time asking God things, asking God for things that are not in his will. Well, well how how do I know his will? His will is in his word. Yes, amen. That Bible that you're reading out of, that Bible that you're studying on a regular basis, I hope. The Bible says, study and show thyself approved unto God, a workman who needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That same Bible, every word in it is God's will. And when we ask for anything, we need to ask according to his will. Ask according to what the word says. If the word says, come boldly before the throne of grace, which it does in Hebrews, that's the way we're supposed to ask. We're not supposed to come crawling to him. We're supposed to come boldly, like he's our father. And we're not afraid of him, and we're not ashamed of being seen with him, because we're supposed to love him the way he loves us. So we can come boldly before the throne of grace, the Bible says. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. God is not trying to turn anybody away. But he does want us to do it his way. He wants us to do it according to his will. He wants us to commit. It takes commitment to doing God's will. When we commit to doing God's will, can you imagine how the world would be if everyone just decided that they're going to commit to doing God's will? You wouldn't, and I always talk about the news because I watch the news. You wouldn't see, you wouldn't see none of the issues that you see on the news, the tragedies. How many know the news is just full of tragedies? Daily. Yes. Yes. Daily. Today there's tragedies. Tomorrow and the and, and, and the days uh, proceeding and, and, and the days past. Tragic, tragic, tragic news. What if everybody just decided we're going to commit to doing God's will? And when you do God's will, God's way, Amen. You can't do wrong. How many know there's no right way to do wrong? And there's no wrong way you can do right. All you have to do is make up in your mind, it's what I'm going to do. I'm committed to doing God's will. No matter what, praise God. I'm committed Mm -hmm. to letting my light shine. I'm committed to letting God be glorified in everything I say and I do. I'm committed to being what God says I am. What does the word of God say you are? Whatever the word of God says you are, that's what you need to commit to being. And I say you, but I'm not just talking about you. I mean you, me, and everyone else who has an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying today because things are about to change. And it's up to us, praise God. If we're going to sit back and watch things remain the way they are and let the change be for the worse, or are we going to do something instrumental spiritually and watch the change be for the best? You know, I used to say change for the better, but I'm believing God wants to change to be for the best. And the reason I know God wants us to have his best is because he gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That's the best gift God could have given anyone. And if you haven't received Jesus Christ, today is your day to receive the best that God has to give you. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ said, Jesus Christ said in Luke seventeen twenty one, 
He was talking about the kingdom of God and those who he was in conversation with. They were looking around for it like they were going to find it out in the natural. And so he said, no, no, no. It's Luke 17, 21. Look it up when you have some time. He said, don't look low here and low there. In other words, it's not over here or over there. It's nothing you're going to see physically. It's nothing you're going to see structurally. He said, because the kingdom of God is within you. So what is he saying? He's saying it's not a principality, but rather it's a position. It's the position of kingship that God has anointed you with and invested on the inside of you so you can receive, amen, not just the good things in life, but God's best. How many know the king has the best? And the reason so many people are not living the best that we can live is because they don't have the revelation. They haven't realized, amen, the position that God has given us in his kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, however, he knows all about it because that's the way he lived, and he operated his life in kingship, divine kingship, and everything he did, he did it with authority. Nothing could stop him from doing what he wanted to do because he knew he had the power and the position and the authority. The only thing he ever realized was victory. He realized victory, man. He realized victory when he was raising people from the dead. He realized victory when he was feeding the 5,000. He realized victory when he was calling the blind to see and the lame to walk. There was never no concern about whether or not it was going to happen. He just walked up to the tomb and said, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. Amen. Now, Lazarus' sister was trying to Lazarus' sister was trying to tell Jesus, I don't know if you're gonna be able to do this or not, bro, because he's been in there for four days and I can already tell because he's stinking. Well, decomposition notwithstanding, Jesus said, Come forth. And when Jesus yes. Christ says anything, it has to happen. Has yeah, to happen. Indeed. Amen. It has to happen. So we need to realize, we need to get on board that. We need to get on board that train right now because we want to get to the place where whatever we say, amen, in the Lord has to happen. Amen. When I pray for you, it has to happen what I pray for. When I intercede for you, when we intercede for each other, it has to happen. We are the people right now who are carrying, amen, the the responsibility to do Jesus for the earth. Jesus has gone to be with the Father. He said in John 14 and 12, he said, if you believe on me, he that believeth on me, look it up in your own free time, he that believeth on me, he said, the works that I do shall he do also. So Jesus has more confidence in us than oftentimes yeah. we have in ourselves. He knows your potential. He knows my potential. He knows what we're capable of doing. Why? Because he's the one who constructed us. He knows our end from our beginning. And he knows what's in us. And he said, he that believeth on me, you can do the same kind of works I do. You can heal the sick, you can cast out devils, you can feed the hungry, you can cause the dead to rise, you can do whatever I do if you believe like me. We want to get on board with Jesus because we've been trying to do this thing on our own for too long. And Jesus epitomizes the will of God. If you really want to know what the will of God looks like, Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God's will. My question is, when are we going to realize this and yoke up with Jesus? Amen. We don't have to be sorrow. We don't have to feel sorrow and pain any longer. All we have to do is give our lives to Jesus and commit to doing God's will the way he does. Because everything he says and everything he does is the will of God. And all we have to do is follow him. And I mean follow him. And I don't mean just follow him looking. I mean follow him doing what he's doing. I talk about following the leader a lot because it's a revelation that needs to be had. When you were following the leader as a child playing the game, amen, those that followed were 
imitating or duplicating what the leader was doing. Amen. Yeah. And we need to do the same thing, yeah. amen. We need to learn to follow Jesus, just like we did when we were playing follow the leader as kids. Yes, yeah. amen. Because he's still leading, he's the good shepherd, and he's still looking for followers. And all we have to do is make up in our mind, amen, that we're sick and tired of being sick and tired all the time. Yeah. And we make up our mind that we're tired of living beneath our privileges because the Bible says we're to be one way, but life is saying something else. And when we make up our mind, amen, that, that the issue is not the Bible any longer, the issue is us. And all amen. we need to do, amen, is commit to following Jesus and commit to doing God's will. We'll see our situations change, amen, speedily. Yes, amen. There is nothing too hard for God. Amen. And when we get in God's will, we'll find that there is nothing too hard as it relates to us. Amen. And, you know, I'm not just assuming everybody's in need because some of you could be multi-millionaires or billionaires, but no matter what your financial status is, everybody still has a need. Amen. Yes. So we want to get to the place, amen, for we're following the one, amen, who is leading us to the Father who the Bible says will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. What is God saying? Everything you need is in Christ. Amen. And when you get Christ... You have everything I could possibly give you because he's the best of it all. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it tells us how God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What is God saying? He's saying, when I gave you Jesus Christ, I gave you the best of everything. There's nothing better that I can give you. You could ask me all day. I couldn't give you anything better than what I've already given you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We got it. All we need to do is learn what to do with it. We just came out of Christmas, and everybody got, you know, it's a season where people give gifts, and they receive gifts. And people get gifts, but they don't always know what to do with these gifts. Sadly, that's the way it is with the gift of Jesus Christ. We've been given the gift of God's only begotten Son, but sadly, not everyone knows what to do with the gift. Let me enlighten you today. Follow the gift. Use the gift. Do whatever the gift says do. Whatever he says do, just do it. And I assure you, you'll soon realize it's the greatest gift you've ever had. And the beauty of it is that it's not just for you or you alone. Amen. Once you learn how to use the gift, you can share the gift and give the gift to anyone, amen, who who you desire. The gift of Jesus Christ is to be shared. So we need to get on board. We need to get our shoe we need to get our shoes on and go out there and go into all the world like the Bible says and spread the good news of this gospel because that's what it is. It's a good news message. Amen. And if it makes anybody cry, it's because they're crying tears of joy. Because there's nothing sad about it. Because Jesus Christ has given us, Amen, the blessing of God. And God has given us the blessing, amen, of himself for eternity. Eternity. You know, when God made man, he said, let us make man in our image and after our own likeness. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, he goes on and says, and let them have dominion. Amen. That's a gift that we have that I don't think very many people know how to use. Because dominion gives you supreme authority. And if that's not the way God intended for man to live, then he would not have made man that way. Because one thing I know about God, he doesn't make mistakes. Amen. That's right. Yes. 
His intention is that we live this way. Because when he designed us, he designed us to live that way. Amen. He designed you to live the royal life. Oh, man, you don't know what I'm going through, man. I'm, I'm working three shifts. I'm working a night shift, midnight shift. And, and he designed you to live the royal life. And once we get a hold of the revelation of God, because he said dominion. Dominion gives you supreme authority over everything God has in the earth. Yeah. That's what God did when he made man. That's sicknesses. That's diseases. Come on now. That's financial insecurities. That's, that's politics. That's everything you could possibly imagine. You have dominion over all those things, church. But the church doesn't know they have it like this because they're not hearing it often enough. So for that reason, they're living beneath yes. their privileges. Yes, right. Yeah. And instead yeah. of living like kings, they're living like servants and slaves. Time, time. He's given us dominion over time. Amen. You know, time, T-I-M-E, time. And, and, and the thing is is that people don't realize they have dominion over things like that, but Jesus does. Jesus does. And when he came into the earth, he showed mankind how you can have dominion over, over the weather, over the wind and the waves. He was on the ship. He said, let's go over to the other side. And while they were out there on the water, they encountered a storm. Jesus was asleep, by the way, because he needed his rest. But the disciples were panicking. They were frantic. Finally, they woke Jesus up, and they said, Master, don't you care if we perish? Jesus woke up and saw the storm. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he took one look at what was going on around him, the reaction to all the people, how the storm was causing them to act. And he spoke to the storm. He said, peace, be still. Be still. Amen. And my Bible says there was great calm. Yeah, that's the kind of power I'm talking about. That's the kind of power Jesus Christ has. And when we follow Jesus, we can find ourselves doing the same things, and there's no sin in it, praise the living God, because that's what God is looking for. Finally, some people who are willing to do my will in the earth. I didn't send my only, I didn't give my only begotten son for him to be a loner. I gave my only begotten son so he could be a pattern of how mankind is supposed to live from now on. Amen. 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 When are we going to start following Jesus? When are we going to commit to doing God's will? Isn't the world topsy turvy enough? Or are we waiting to see another week of adversity before we make up our minds why don't we make up our minds right now amen while the lord has me on the line make up in your mind that i'm going to com- i'm going to commit to doing god's will and nobody's going to stop me especially not me because sometimes folk have a tendency to get in their own way i'm going to commit to doing god's will I don't care who likes it or who doesn't like it, because I know what's going to happen when I do. I'm going to start living like Jesus Christ. I'm a follower of Jesus. Amen. Jesus didn't care if people liked what he did or not. Only thing Jesus cared about was fulfilling the will of God the Father. And when we get that mindset, amen, we'll be so far ahead, amen, nothing can stop you. Amen. This is your day, amen. And, and God is calling on us today to make the difference. Because we tend to put things off until tomorrow, 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 which is not promised. Amen. So why don't we just make up in our minds, amen, that today is the day of our salvation, and we're going to make the difference that we were created to make beginning today. And we'll let tomorrow take care of itself. I talked about time. Amen. Time is an element that we have dominion over also. But, but you got more people serving time than time serving them. Amen. It's time that we became, amen, the people that God called us to be, amen. And when you start walking uprightly, that means being what God made you to be, being how God made us to be, doing what God created us to do, 
speaking like he wants us to speak, being what he wants us to be, having what he wants us to have, doing what he wants us to do. Let's make up in our minds, amen, that this is the day to begin all that. Because everything other than that is just playing church. Church is supposed to make a difference. But the church can't make a difference until the church is first made different. And the only thing that's going to make the church different is hearing the word of God. Because now we're going to begin walking by faith and not by sight. We're not going to let sickness tell us how we really are. We're going to let the word tell sickness. The word is what's supposed to define us. The word of God is the will of God. And when we let the word of God be our definition, Mm -hmm. Isaiah 53 and verse number 5, it says, with his stripes, we are healed. You are healed. It doesn't say you might be or you will be one of these days or you used to be. The Bible says you are. That means present tense, right now, no matter how you feel. It's a lie if it's not not healing. And don't go by how you feel because only go by what God says. And when you stand on God's word, he'll correct what's wrong. All you have to do is just believe. Amen. Just believe. It's work. It takes effort, but it's the kind of work that's going to make a difference. And all we have to do is make up in our minds, amen. We're going to do what God says. We're going to be what God says we are. We're going to do what he says we're to do. We're going to say what he tells us to say. And we're going to have what he's given us to have. And don't let anything stand in your way. Amen. This is fellowship in the word. Let's fellowship, praise God. Hallelujah. Anyone have any comments or questions they'd like to ask? I feel like fellowshipping. If you do, just go. The mics are open. I'll push the one on your phone, and I'll open your mic. Well, the mics are all open right now anyway, so anyone that has anything, come on in. I have somebody from 818. Who, who's from 818? Eddie Rose. Oh, hey, Eddie. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there, brother. How you doing, brother Donnie? Doing fine, doing fine. Okay, I know you are. You're always doing fine, man. You always got that spirit with you, brother. I appreciate that. Appreciate the love. You show love all the time. Thank you, brother. Thank you for coming on in with us. All right. Thank you. I I, I recognize that voice. Is that the preacher from Mesa, Arizona? No, 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 no. This is just a wannabe singer from L.A. (laughs) Donnie plays all the time. Praise the Lord. God bless you today, brother. Then you used to live in Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's snowing. it's snowing out here today, so wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying it. Warren, Ohio. That's my home stomping grounds. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, we thank you for calling in, and, and, and we pray that you get the message today because God wants to turn some things around in the lives of his people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, yes. And it takes time, amen, to, it takes time and effort to call in and to listen to the program on a regular basis and to be a part of it and, and to help uh, uh, support it and all the things that are needed to make uh, this uh, a vessel of the gospel. So we appreciate everyone's effort, like I mentioned, including yours, brother. Thank you very much, Pastor Cooper. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Tell your friends right. about it. I will. I will definitely. Me and Donnie got some of the same friends, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. All right. Well, we'll, well, tell your relationships and let them know, because on Sundays we come together and we share the gospel in a way that there's no restriction. The only thing that's restricting us is our own selves, and we don't allow that to take place. So amen. tell anybody amen. you know, amen, there's a word from God on Sundays. Thank yes, you. Indeed. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Amen. Yes, indeed. Will there be anyone else come up? I know there's some more out there. Any prayers? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's okay. And and that's okay, too, because I can take this time and just give God praise because he has given us a mouthful, a heartful, and he he said some things that will change our lives if we apply it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you want to see it work, you got to apply it. 
If you want to see it work, we have to work it. And all it, and all it, and all it requires is following Jesus and doing mm-hmm. whatever Jesus says do. And when you do, you'll be doing the will of God. Commit yourself right now to doing the will of God. I'm going to do it like God says. Even if it don't make my friends like me, even if it don't make different other people like me, I'm not trying to be liked. I'm trying to be blessed. I'm trying to live right. Amen. And that's what God is looking for. People that are committed to him. Because when you're committed to God, you can't go wrong. Jesus proved that. Hallelujah. Jesus said these words in John 10 and verse 30. Jesus told a group of people, his own people too. He said, I and my father are one. And instead of them saying, instead of them saying, hallelujah, glory be to God. The Bible says they picked up stones again to stone him. Amen. To show you how everybody may not think the truth is all that good to listen to, but the truth is the truth no matter what. They didn't stone him, though, because he had to correct them using the word. And we have the word at our disposal. I encourage everyone who's on the line today to do like the Bible says, study and show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Amen and amen. to say to there's uh several people that I've talked to today that have uh some ailments and I just want to pray for quick recovery for those who are not feeling well. Um I'm feeling a little slight slight myself but I'm not claiming it. But those who are having some ill uh feelings of um, that is not feeling well today or this week, uh may you have a quick recovery and uh <clears throat> And I also wanted to just give a, a, a prayer out for my son, Che. Uh, but I don't know what the situation is with you, but I know you're not. You're going through something. And uh, our communication recently hasn't been what it, what it used to be, so I don't know. But I know it's something. So I just wish I pray to God to go in and, and help my son Che get his life back together. And there may not be nothing wrong. It could just be me thinking something's wrong. And I hope that that's mm-hmm. it. You know, but uh, come in and, and shine a light on my son Che. Thank you. Amen. Well, praise Amen. God. And that's what prayer is for, brother, because because what we don't know, God does. And and, mm-hmm. and, and you pray a prayer of faith. Amen. You're not hurting anybody. You only hurt you only hurt folk when you don't pray for them. Yeah, exactly. And so you just exactly. pray the prayer of faith, not knowing, but you did it by faith. That's what a father's supposed to do. So we stand in agreement with you. Thank you, thank Amen. you, thank you. Amen. Any other comments or prayer requests uh, before we go? Because our message today again was committing to do God's will. And when we make up in our minds, that's what we're going to do. Amen. You start having all kinds of testimonies coming on the line. People said, I took that word, and I began to work that word, and let me tell you what has happened. I know that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to be a witness for him. But we have to, you have to, we have to follow God's instructions. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Wow. Okay. Well, <clears throat> if there's nothing else anyone would like to add in, I would like to thank each and every one of you that have participated. This will be a podcast. It will be on Spotify and iHeart within the hour. And I will send Pastor Cooper a copy. And if some of you guys have a, um, a problem get downloading these, download those apps, Spotify. And iHeart. And Spotify usually comes on everybody's uh, smartphone. So, you know, you got that. You can get these shows, any these services, anytime. And you can drive down the street, as I do, and, and, and get the word and listen to Sons and Pastor Cooper as you're going down to 405. You know, so do that. Amen. We'll be back. God bless you today.
will here on the West Coast. 11 on the West Coast, 2 on the East, and 1 in the Middle. Fellowship of the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper. We'll see you next week. God bless and amen. Do I am?